You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast, episode 203, What Makes a Disney Classic? Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation addicts. I'm your host, Morgan Stradling. And I am Chelsea Robson. We're excited to be back with another nerdy couch discussion. I am, I got my butt groove in. Chelsea's (laughs) sitting over there. We got a cuddly blanket. And we're here to talk about one of our favorite things, which are Disney movies. Specifically, the topic today. Are you ready, Chelsea? Do you have your blanket, your comfy socks, all of the things? I'm ready, baby. All right. What makes a Disney classic? Right. So there are Disney movies and then there are Disney movies. This right. Is true. And there are just kind of with our last nerdy couch discussion, we were talking about animation, comfort food, and some of the films that we mentioned were definitely considered Disney classics. So I thought we would expand on that a little more and talk about what is it? What is that X factor that a movie needs, specifically a Disney animated movie to make it a Disney classic? Now, first off, I am not talking about the Disney classic series that they had on the VHS. You remember those? Like, oh, yeah. The diamond labels on on the side of the VHS. You know, those are the Disney classics. But just in your mind, uh, first off, what are some Disney classics? Let's talk about those and then we'll we'll dissect what are the elements of a classic. All right. First off, we're going to go through almost all of the ones that came out in the 90s. Like just yes. straight up early Disney Renaissance. Like, early Disney Renaissance. Those are all standards, but that could also I would I mean, one could say that that is because we grew up in that time period and therefore we have more nostalgia for them, but at the same time, I'm looking back and I'm like, no, some of them just aren't as good <laughs> as those. Those were really good. Mm-hmm. Um and then Yeah, you really can't compare a troll in Central Park which came around the same time <laughs> right. or Rockadoodle. Sorry, Chelsea. Okay. I know you love it. But compare that to Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, Aladdin, right? Yeah. So with that, nostalgia does play a part, but not entirely, right? Yeah. No, there's there's definitely a layer of this is a great movie versus this is like a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Other Disney classics that I think of are obviously Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Cinderella, uh, The Jungle Book. Robin Hood for me, I, I, maybe that's not a distant classic for some people, but when I think, I do think of Robin Hood and, you know, uh, Oliver and company, I don't consider that necessarily no. to be a Disney classic. It's a good one. Uh, Fox and the Hound. Eh, no, it, it's good. It's classic ish, but it's not right. Like you just know it. Like, you know, a yeah. Disney classic in your heart when you hear it. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I consider that to be a Disney classic, yes, right? And it's I've, not necessarily I've, the fact that it has that it's old, like the older it is. And it's not necessarily that because it's old, it becomes Disney classic. Like, oh, once you hit the 30, 40, 50 year mark, you automatically are inducted into the Disney into the Disney classic territory. That's not the case, right? Because there's Dumbo. That's a Disney classic. And then Melody Time. Eh, not 
it, it's classic in a sense where it's old, <laughs> but I think most people would not consider that to be like a go-to Disney classic. I, I completely agree. Um, here's the thing. I'm, I'm on the, the editorial of t- Rotten Tomatoes, you know, tomato meter. Let's Ooh. see what the, the classics are. And so they have them all actually ranked based on freshness and they have like Pinocchio as the number one. And I'm sorry, like I don't agree. Rotten Tomatoes. I believe Pinocchio is a beautiful and great film, a classic in a way, but as like the number one Disney film, nah. This isn't saying this is the best Disney film. Well, it kind of is. Yeah. I mean, I would say Pinocchio is a classic for sure. But um Zootopia, I don't consider, you no. know, that's like third on the list. I don't really consider that to be a classic. I think it's just like this is just critic consensus and a critic just because it's critically acclaimed doesn't make it a classic. Yeah. What makes it a classic is the fans and the actual audience, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, it has Raya and the last dragon as number seven of all of the Disney movies. And I thought Raya and the last dragon was actually quite generic to be honest. Yeah. So, uh, tomato beater, uh, I don't approve of the, I tomato don't approve of this either, meter. but tomato beater, <laughs> definitely no tomato meter. Speaking of articles and kind of going to the internet, I was curious. I wanted to see, okay, like what is the internet and the people on the interwebs? What do they classify as the criteria for a Disney classic? And surprisingly, there weren't a lot of articles about it, but I did find this article on Ranker and it says the two most important elements behind every beloved Disney classic. And basically what they did is they took two user-driven lists and basically rankings. The site is called Ranker after all, and it merged them. So the list was the best Disney animated movies of all time and animated movies that make you cry the most. They put those together on an X, Y axis, and then they ranked them and they were able to see, okay, if it's a Disney classic, it should be in the upper part of this because it has both sadness and it's great. And to be honest, like nice try. I, I see how you're trying to quantify it here, but it, it didn't really work for me. But they, they seem to think that the elements of sadness and humor are key to a Disney classic. Uh, I think that's important, but I think we can broaden that out. And, and so let's dive into like the criteria specifically that make a classic, a classic, a Disney classic. And I'm not going to say necessarily it has to be sad. It doesn't have to be funny, but there does have to be emotion throughout. So mm-hmm. whether it's the the main character, the villains, the side characters, or just what's happening in the story, there has to be emotion that you feel as a viewer. I agree. And looking, and we're talking specifically with Disney because Disney, if you look at a Pixar film, it's going to be a different criteria because they've absolutely They've they've created their own little like bubble of what or at least, you know, they started to. <laughs> I don't know what it is nowadays, but, you know, back in the day when it first started, it was there was it had a, their own way that they they did things uh, with Disney. I feel like their cream of the crop is going to be something along the lines of the hero's journey. Uh, yes. Combined with a, some type of a. I can relate to this character in some way and also going to have songs. There's just, they just oh. have to have songs. <gasps> yes. We've been, there's, there's lots of elements, you know, well-developed characters for sure. Story emotion, but for Disney specifically, you gotta have the songs. I'm Dis- Pixar. They can get away with it. They specifically for a long time didn't want songs. They didn't want their characters singing songs and they are fantastic. Those are equally great movies, but Disney is known 
for its amazing music and songs. And that has to be a part of a great Disney classic. Now, there may be an exception here and there, a Disney animated film that does not have songs. But for the most part, you got to have songs. And you're looking back way at the very beginning with Snow White and Pinocchio, Cinderella. All of those have songs. And even to the newer classics like Tangled and Frozen, those do have songs as well. Yeah. And I'm even looking at a list like, OK, I don't I don't look at any of these movies like granted. OK, not all movies with songs are created equal. I'm looking at you, Home on the Range. You uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, the dark days, <laughs> the dark there days, were, though they were very dark. <laughs> uh, yeah. So not all songs, not all movies you know, with songs are created equal. Um, just because you have songs does not mean that you're going to win because that was basically in the 90s. Everybody thought that they had to have songs in order to win. But it True. was all the you mean everyone meaning the other studios. They the say, other hey, studios. look what yeah. Disney's doing. So let's throw some songs in here. And that's how you end up with, you know, like the Thumbelinas of the world <laughs> and some of these other ones. But let me be your wings. Although that song is a classic, I will say. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm but also thinking there's of... other films that it's just, uh, you know, the We're Back. Oh, they have tons of songs yes. in there. Oh, I'm trying gosh. to think of the one uh, where the T-Rex is like rapping and he's pretending to be like one of the floats in the parade. Oh, it's oh so bad. Gosh, stop yes. it. Make it stop. Make it stop. Right. Oh, and then, but then there's also, um, it's not We're Back. But it's another one that's like similar. Oh, it was the oh where the the guy is blind and they got. I mean, they do have one great song on there, the prayer. What is the movie? I forget what it is. The guy <laughs> is blind. Yeah, the guy with the chicken suit. No, like you have like dress that thing in a chicken, chicken suit. suit? <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on! Oh. You know, like we, we did an episode on it and the main joke of was Mason said that like, draw that axe in a chicken suit. Um, <laughs> Cause it like, I don't know. Anyway, people are out there. Oh, it's this movie. Um, I'll, I'll find it later and come back to it. I, I just feel like back to Disney, back to Disney. If we're looking at all of their best movies, they're going to have some type of a song in it, but it doesn't like that. It just happens to be that way, I guess. Another movie. And if it doesn't have a good song, it's got to have a great, like a great score. Like the score mm -hmm. is something. Cause I'm also looking at like, even though I wouldn't consider the great mouse detective as like a Disney classic, it's one of those that I'm like, that score just gets me. I can hear it as mm -hmm. right now. And I'm like, that one's a good one. Yeah. So we asked our writers what their thoughts were. We said, what's the criteria that makes a Disney classic? And the Roto writers came together and they had so many great thoughts that I wanted to share them with you. The first one is Ryan Campbell. He does graphic design for us. And he said the music. Think of Pinocchio without When You Wish Upon a Star or Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid without Belle or Ariel's I Want Song. I think this is the reason why Tangled feels like a part of the Renaissance era while meet the Robinsons and bolt don't quite land in the classics category for most people. Music is emotional and as a way of pulling you in and allowing you to relate to the characters. So for me, if the music isn't right or there's no music at all, the movie doesn't quite land for me. All Disney classics have those songs and you instantly relate to, and that's why we relate to them and keep coming back. Definitely. And like so many other people are like, yes, yes, yes. The music, the music. And Kyrese, one of our other writers, he had a really good point. He says on top of that, it would be the characters, everyone from the heroes to the villains, to the sidekicks. If I'm not entertained, 
by or invested in the characters, I can't bring myself to care about the movie, mainly because most of Disney's movies emotions is driven by its characters for me. The heroes with the heart, the villains with the dread, the sidekicks with the comedy. And when these elements are done well, it creates something beautiful like a Pinocchio or Tangled. And I love that both of these comments mention Pinocchio and Tangled, both sides of the spectrum, kind of like what we had talking about. It's not necessarily age that makes a Disney classic a Disney classic. There's elements. Um, one last thing, Mark, he says, I, I agree with everything that's been said above, but may I add something? Timelessness. The less a movie uses modern pop culture references or modern slang or fewer poop jokes, the more easily I would deem it a classic. And that is very, very true. If you are just very much in one era, not saying that you can't make a movie that's modern or set in whatever the time period is that you're making the movie. But if you're really hitting that home and referencing that and poop jokes. Yeah, I think poop. the more poop jokes, the less <laughs> classic for sure. Oh, I Yeah. I also think it's kind of funny that we've got our writers that are like, oh, yeah, Pinocchio, it's top of my list. And I'm like, oh, I guess maybe Pinocchio. (laughs) Pinocchio is great. You've been shamed. I have been (laughs) shamed. It's fine. (laughs) But there is a difference between a Disney classic and your favorite Disney movie. Yes. So just because something is deemed overall as a Disney classic doesn't necessarily mean that it is your favorite or even will be on your top 10 list. But game respects game. And you can acknowledge, not you, I'm not forcing you to acknowledge the greatness, (laughs) the classicness (laughs) that is Pinocchio. But but people, you know, I you can still say that's a great movie. I just don't necessarily love it. It's not for me, whatever, right? Like, and I'm even thinking about the the newest Disney film, Raya and the Last Dragon. That's kind of what kicked off this discussion in that episode. We're like, yes, it's great, but it just doesn't feel like a Disney classic. It's missing something and kind of talking through these different elements we can see what it is now. I mean, it's still hard to put your foot on what makes a Disney classic and pin that down. But you know, these elements of songs, emotion, really memorable characters, um, timelessness, right. Has those, but it's still missing that X factor. It doesn't have the songs. And so maybe that's one of the key things that could have taken it to the next level by throwing some songs here in the mix, because, you know, we're comparing about two movies that are, you know, Asian setting and female protagonists and just think of Mulan and the song reflection mm-hmm. and how much we get to see and know her character by her singing that versus Raya who just like, Oh, it's sad. My dad died and I need to get him back and I'm gonna do everything to get him back. But she's just so bland and there's no emotion with Raya. Yeah. And this is something we did not go through in that episode that I felt I, I feel the need now to kind of, state as well as when I was going through and putting the episode together and I was re-listening to the soundtrack and I was like they actually have some really cool vibes going on in this soundtrack if you go back through and listen it's like this is like sweet stuff and I think if they would have like the score and then some of the songs that are in the like end credits yeah really good yeah and I'm sad that I didn't uh make note of that but that was in talking in this situation, I feel like they really could have gone in and stayed within that that zone that they were dealing with mm-hmm. and extended that into the um, made it a lot more because they have a lot of like urban jungle type feelings, mm-hmm. um, a lot of like drums and like t- like a lot of per- really Beep. cool percussion and uh, these ah like like uh, 
shouts and things. And I, I thought it was just super cool. And they could have really made it a, just a really interesting dynamic uh, movie if they would have added something like that to the mix. So, right. You wishing. basically have the Lopez's on payroll at Disney at this point. <laughs> right. Like, come on, get them and to write. It doesn't have him, to be a full on frozen number moment. <laughs> yeah, but give us some, yeah, give us three to five great little, little ditties. Yeah. Day. <laughs> and so one last thing, you know, we kind of talked about this. I, I think for a Disney classic, nostalgia isn't necessarily a part of that. You don't necessarily have to have grown up with a movie for it to be a Disney classic. A Disney classic has its own set of standards apart from I grew up this I grew up with this movie and I watched it all the time and I love it. And I think of the girls who grew up in the early 2000s who are just so obsessed with the Barbie movies yeah. because that's what they watched. That's what they loved. It's so nostalgic for them. But are those movies classics? Uh Definitely not, but uh, I'm sure they're important and special to you. And I can, you know, some of them could be great, but as far as a classic classic, now those obviously aren't Disney films, but I just thought Thrown I should yeah. kind of mention that because just because it's your favorite doesn't mean that it's a classic for sure. Yeah. It just me and Pinocchio, <laughs> you know, and kind of talking about that there's elements that every great movie has and every great Disney animated movie has. It just reminds me of just the principles of music right? We're thinking of the great composers of the world yeah. of all time. There's Mozart, there's Beethoven, all of those, those compositions, they have pieces and there is a formula to what makes music great. And it's interesting because while music today is good, a lot of times they're trying to go away from that mold. They're trying to be different, have a new sound, a new this, mm -hmm. but the movies that the songs, whether old or new, that are truly, truly classics, they stick to that formula because Definitely. the ear it's appealing and it's interesting and it resonates with us and, and our soul as humans. And so, you know, the more we're trying to go away from these elements that we know work and, and principles, uh, the less we're going to find classics along the way, you know, and, and I even think of the principles of animation, you know, the 12 principles that the great Disney animators, they capture, they said, what makes like this animated sequence great versus that. And, and they're able to pinpoint, like you need squash and stretch. You need this, you need timing, whatever. Um, and I think with Disney, we're, we're, we're slowly honing in on what are the elements likewise of the principles of a Disney classic. So we have songs, we have well-developed characters. We have a, basically a hero's story, hero's journey, mm -hmm. lots of emotion and uh, an element, a, a little bit of pixie dust. Oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> and just timelessness, you know, where it doesn't matter what time the movie was released in or set in. There's just a, an element of timelessness to it. But songs, really, really, really big on the list. Songs, characters, and great story. I, w emotional story are like right there. All right. So we want to know what you guys think about our list and our discussion today. So you can go to the episode notes uh, that is going to be rotoscopers.com slash 203. You can also check out our Instagram and make any comments you want on there. We, we love having all the comments happen there, too. So, yeah. So we're going to be doing we're going to start doing this more where we're going to be more active on our Instagram, but we want to have a place where you can go and leave your comments because a lot of people hang out on Instagram. And so we're going to do a post for each episode. So we will have a post. So let us know, like, what are the Disney classics for you? What did we forget into our discussion? 
there's just so many, you know, that we didn't have time to mention them all, but let us know what your Disney classics are, but then also what is the criteria for a Disney classics? Let's keep this discussion going on Instagram, rotoscopers.com slash Instagram. So for our next episode, we are not going to be reviewing a Disney classic, but the person who created this movie was very, very much involved in creating many Disney classics and timeless characters. We're talking about good old Glenn Keane. Yay. And we're going to be reviewing Over the Moon, which was his film, which is available exclusively on Netflix. So I'm really, really excited to check out this movie. I did not get the opportunity to see it yet. So we're going to be reviewing this one. It has a lot of really great you know, fanfare and praise for it. So I'm excited. So definitely make sure to send us your voicemail reviews so we can play them on the show. Go to rotoscopers.com slash voicemails. And lastly, a big, huge thank you to the patrons. We cannot do this without you. You guys are amazing. And if you are interested in supporting the show and you want to get all of the extra bonus perks and special things like ad-free episodes, exclusive content, bonus episodes, and just to be part of the cool kids, to be a part of Roto Nation, go to rotoscopers.com slash patron. Thank you so much for your support. For leaving us reviews in iTunes, we really, really appreciate your five-star reviews. So keep them coming. And until next time, we are the Rotoscopers. You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and interviews. Thanks for listening.